Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the announcements presented by Ireland Home Based Services. It is the week of January 7th, 2024. Hope all of you are getting used to writing 2024 on whatever documents or checks or whatever you need to be writing. Sure, we've had a few mistakes in that, typically do this time of the year. It's been great 2024 so far. We are monitoring some winter weather potential for early next week. We know we're going to get frigid temperatures, that's for sure. We'll talk more about uh, winter weather preparedness here coming up later in the episode, but uh, keep that in mind and uh, as we as we move through the rest of the week. <clears throat> and it's something we'll all keep an eye on um, as we progress to see if we end up getting anything or not. Do you want to talk about the Recovery Cafe Winter Series? We have attached a flyer on the new Recovery Community Cafe Winter Series that starts on uh, this Thursday. So it'll run from January 11th until February the 29th. It is a leap year. Uh, the time of the cafe will be from 1 to 2.30 Eastern or 12 to 1.30 Central. We're hoping that time frame is going to work better for families. So please help spread the word to anyone that you think that could benefit from this group. This is a support for anyone in any stage of recovery or those supporting someone in recovery. Like I said, there's an attached flyer, it has a QR code, and if you have any questions about that, Amanda Colvin would be happy to help you with those. I believe Amanda sent that out by email to everyone also yesterday. So get the word out if, you, if you're in know of any client, anybody that's in need of, of this uh, recovery cafe. It's a great resource, free resource, that people can get additional assistance as they go through their recovery. Request for records uh, announcement. If a client or a client attorney requests to see their past case notes or copies of their uh, any of their paperwork, which would be consents for services, early risk screenings, and so on, please direct them to call our office at 812-479-1856. And they can request to speak to Margie Fox. They do have a right to their own information, but it is not the role of the worker to provide the items for them. So we have to make sure we follow those steps. And Margie Fox is our records custodian and Margie will uh, help through that process, uh, make sure we have the right uh, documentation and consents for release and all these different things before we can release any records to a client or a client's attorney. If you also, if you ever get a subpoena uh, to testify or you're being called to go to court, please also reach out to your supervisor, of course, always, but Margie Fox is also who you wanna to talk to about any requests for records, subpoenas, anything of that nature. Reminder, we do every, every uh, once in a while, but all agency staff are expected to maintain up-to-date, accurate documentation of client contact, whether in person, by phone, video conferencing. Examples would be completing a documentation before a session has occurred, signing the name of a client on notes, or billing for time you are not actually with clients. Those would all be considered inaccurate and falsification of records. Of course, falsifications of any records are considered a violation of work rules and misconduct as outlined in our employee handbook and will not be tolerated. A violation of this type puts the credibility of your hard work and the reputation of the agency at risk. Employees that engage in this type of an activity will be subject to disciplinary action up to including termination. If you have any questions about this policy, please recontact your team leader, director, or human resources. It's vital we have accurate documentation that goes to the state, go to the Department of Child Services, probation, whoever it is, but we have to have accurate documentation. 
Uh, we're going to talk about, of course, you know, I think everyone's at this point heard about the fentanyl crisis that our country is facing. I uh, wanted to provide a fact sheet around fentanyl use, its origins, street names, how to detect, how to identify, uh, and have any any dangers that you may be on the lookout for. Uh, there is a, uh, from the uh, Drug Enforcement Agency of the United States government, we provided a document for you to look at if you're uh, wanting or needing any more information on fentanyl. Uh, it's good, good, good information to, to pay attention to so you can help identify that type of a thing in any uh, of your uh, clients or anybody that you may just be on the lookout for. So uh, take some time to educate yourself on fentanyl. Let's see, this is a repeat from last time, but case transfers and coverage. Reminder, uh, when, when you're assisting with engaging families needing coverage or receiving a case transfer, that the details tab of the case's service level will be where you would look uh, first to find the most up-to-date information. So again, the details tab on the case's service level. You may also refer to the info tab to view the actual referral if needed, but that may not contain the most current information. So make sure you're going to the details tab to do that. Remember if services are on hold, cases may be placed on hold for a variety of reasons. The referral source must agree for a service to be placed on hold. When the service is placed on hold, that service is generally transferred to your team leader who will follow up on the status of the case until it is again active or closed. Make sure all case information is up to date. And make sure to staff with your team leader and ensure the case will be transferred off of you. Once it is closed, you may be asked to complete the closing report. If on hold, uh, cases stay in your caseload, you should frequently check with the referral source approximately at least every other week to make sure there's been no changes in the status of the case. When the service again becomes active, notify your team leader and the referrals and intake staff some services may require a new referral to be re uh, received prior to starting services again. And a monthly report will still be needed uh, to be completed each month for when a service is on hold. If you have any questions about how to handle cases that have gone on hold, just make sure you reach out to your supervisor. Winter weather preparedness, like we talked about, we got some frigid weather coming in for sure, and maybe some winter weather all uh, in different parts of uh, the state here. So we want to be prepared for that. For your car, make sure you always keep at least a half a tank of gas in your car during the winter months and keep the following items in your car. A blanket or a coat, a gloves, a winter hat, uh, if you have a small snow shovel or a snow shovel to fit in your trunk, an ice scraper, a bag of kitty litter or ice melt, that would be if you're unable to gain traction on uh, icy conditions. Make sure you have a phone charger in your car and make sure your car is up to date on all maintenance. So now's the time to be looking at that kind of thing. Remember for winter walking, walk like a penguin, use short steps. Long strides will throw off your balance and lead to slips and falls. And if at all possible, keep your hands free so that if you do fall, it'll help brace for your impact. And of course, when you're driving in winter weather, slow down is the most important thing. Give yourself more time to stop by braking sooner. Don't attempt to change lanes frequently and allow for much more distance between you and the car or vehicles in front of you. In the event of ice or snow, supervision and management will be in contact through text messaging uh, or uh, phone calls or emails um, if a decision has been made not to transport clients or not to travel at all. So make sure you're keeping an eye on all forms of communication during these periods of uh, winter, winter weather. And keep your supervisor up to date with road conditions in your area. And as always, review the IHBS Inclement Weather Policy and our team member handbook or go, go revisit the email that Elizabeth Atterbury sent out to you all last week. Uh, we also have our staff cafes coming up. So this is for our team members. 
It's going to be on self-reflection on Tuesday, January 30th from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Time or 10 to 11 Eastern Time. So again, the topic of that is going to be on self-reflection. And this is for our team members to get together and build for some professional and personal vitality, uh, learn from one another, get some more support uh, as you work through your uh, profession here. There's never, never enough support can be had. So be on the lookout for that. And I uh, hope we, everyone can attend that on Tuesday, January 30th from 9 to 10 Central or 10 to 11 Eastern. Um, I also sent an email to everybody yesterday that benefits and open, open enrollment is going to be postponed by one day and it'll be extended by one day. So now open enrollment is going to be on January 11th, 2024 through to January 24th, 2024. So our, our open enrollment for insurance benefit plans are scheduled as noted below and plans will take effect on February the 1st, 2024. If you're currently enrolled in IHBS benefits or expected to enroll in benefits this year, your attendance at one of the open enrollment meetings is required. If you're not currently enrolled or do not plan to enroll in IHBS benefits, you're encouraged to attend one of the meetings to learn about what benefits we have to offer. During these meetings, we'll discuss plan changes, being a smart shopper, and provide some tips on wellness. The meeting should last approximately one hour and can be billed for the hourly staff at the CPD CEU time. So go ahead and get one of the following schedules uh, on your schedule now. There's no need to RSVP. You only need to attend one of the meetings. And again, they're going to last approximately an hour. So all the Wednesday, January 10th meetings have been postponed. And our first two meetings will be on uh, Thursday, January 11th. First session on Thursday the 11th will happen at uh, 9 Central, 10 Eastern. Thursday, January 11th, the second session will happen at noon Eastern or 11 Central. We'll then have two more meetings on Wednesday, January 17th at the same times. And then uh, the following Thursday, January, January the 18th, there'll be two more sessions again at 10 Eastern, 9 Central. Or uh, the session, the last session will be at noon Central or 11 Eastern. If possible, please re uh, connect to Wi-Fi when attending any virtual meeting. And again, you only need to attend one of these and don't need to RSVP. All right, let's get to the trivia question for this time. We're going to go back to one of our earlier announcements. If a client or client attorney asks for their records or you get a subpoena, who should you reach out to in our office to assist with that? So if you didn't remember, or the, all you've got to do is go back and uh, listen to the earlier announcements. So again, if a client or client attorney reach out and ask for records or you're subpoenaed, who in our office should you reach out to Please email your answer to Gary Emmons and you'll be entered into a drawing for a gift card. Well, guys, I think that's going to do it for this time. We hope everyone has a great rest of your work week. Keep on the lookout for potential weather. Get your car prepared. Um, make sure that we have everything you need in your vehicle to get ready for any type of winter weather. We hope everyone has a great rest of your week. Thanks for doing what you do every single day. Keep, keep taking care of one another. And thank you so much for keeping children safe. Take care, everybody.